So what episode is today, Lucas? What number? We're on episode 51 today, Carl. Episode 51. So if our episode was a person, it would be in the risk group for COVID-19. And do you know what else is in the risk group for COVID-19? Donald fucking Trump! (laughs) Oh, get right! Carl, Carl, did you see him, like, not at all wheezing last night? He's perfectly (laughs) fine. Oh, man, I, I have been laughing about this all day. And before anyone even tries to come at me with, it's not nice to make some fun of someone for having a disease. Fuck off. This is funny. This is a this is amazing. This is the best story of the week. I mean, he literally has a record of doing it. Yeah. So fuck him. Of just making fun of people. Like, is that famously making some fun of someone being disabled? He endlessly, like, lambasted and criticised um, Barack Obama for his response, like, was it Ebola? When, like, yeah. eight Americans died. Yeah. 200, that, it's like, fuck you, you're a prick, I'm glad you're suffering. No, Carl, he's uh, absolutely fine, he's better than ever, and it's nothing be- to worry about. Like, all, all that footage of him barely struggling to walk down a flight, uh, barely managing to walk down a flight of stairs, and then stood on the White House um, patio, wheezing in agony... Yeah, you and can sweaty. see the pain in his eyes as he like smiles and waves like, yeah, nothing is like nothing is going on. Like, that's some Mussolini shit. Oh, fucking hell! Projecting strength when you're an idiot. It's amazing. So like, I remember when I saw that headline, and my response was just, "Oh, get wrecked! <laughs> what a dickhead!" And, like the more that's come out about it over the last couple of days has made it even funnier. Because mm-hmm. like. He may very well have infected like half the Republican Party at a party they threw um, to celebrate the nomination of their supreme, uh, their nomination to the Supreme Court, who is being nominated in direct contradiction to the final deathbed wish of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who said, "Please don't vote on taking over my place until after the election." Yeah. And it's like I don't think anything's more poetic than everyone getting infected at an event that there is in direct um uh, like contradiction to a dying woman's final wish and as well did you it's see like, that it came out and one of the doctors like, was a... like oh yeah uh 48 hours ago when we started his treat is like, wait he knew about this 48 hours ago and then went to the party and then went to the debates where he shook hands with Joe Biden. And it's like, ooh, that's not a good look. And they're like, uh, no, no, we didn't mean that. It's like, oh, God, no. The, the best one is, um, in that time, he went to a, uh, a rally where he wore a mask on stage, proudly took it off and then threw it to the crowd. Oh, while so he had he just, COVID. So he just threw his fucking disease at the crowd. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that is me so- I've been laughing so much, like, oh, my girlfriend, like, I, I was so happy because I got to wake up and tell her the news. So I woke <laughs> up first, so I, I got to, like, honey, honey, wake up, it's good news. And she went, what, I went, Trump's got COVID-19, she went fucking sick, I went back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anything sums up just, like, how hated that man is, and then the most liked tweet he has ever put out is one saying, I have a deadly communicable disease. Oh my god. And I might have accidentally given it to half the Republican Party. Yeah, and um, like a load of people in the White House have now got it as well. And also they're um, stopping pe- contact tracing because there are journalists who go to the White House because they have the press conference every day and the fucking press staff has got it. Oh no. And she wasn't wearing a mask and she's repeatedly turned down 
questions about why she's not wearing a mask. So she's been stood on a podium talking to journalists with COVID-19. Right. And then like they're, they're trying to contact like, so who contact tracing. That's the thing we need to know who else has had it, who I've been in contact with. What do I do? And they're getting stonewalled by the White House. Oh. There are like rough estimations that Trump himself may very well have infected over a thousand people. But Carl, yeah. practically nobody has suffered from the disease. As he says, suffering in full view of the world's media. Oh, God. Oh, the thing is, the only people I feel sorry for are, the, the at the time of recording this, the two White House staff who just clean the bins and stuff who got yeah. infected. And those poor Secret Service agents who had to sit in um, the presidential limo alongside Trump. Oh, A limo no. that is hermetically sealed to chemical attack, meaning that the air inside is circulated. It has its yeah. own air supply. Mm-hmm. Meaning there were two Secret Service pe- members or more who had to sit next to someone with a deadly communicable disease, breathing in their recirculated air for oh. 20 minutes for a photo op because uh, they were bored in the hospital. Oh, man. Oh, right. The thing is that I've actually got, like, there's a bottle of whiskey on standby in my house. If he dies. <laughs> legitimately if he dies and we can like get straight into it but the amazing response from twitter about the amount of people like sick donald trump's gonna die i love it so oh, and then uh, then twitter's just like no 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 like don't tweet about somebody dying we're gonna ban you all yeah uh, so people don't know what's going on here i like, obviously the i actually probably guess from our gleeful reaction to it um trump announcing that he had covid19 had a lot of people Crossing their fingers and just hoping, just hoping that maybe the disease will get him because that'll be such a poetic end to his presidency of like just this horribly bungled, um, like botched job of trying to like not even trying, just letting this pandemic ravage the country and it's the thing he gets killed by like a week out from the election mm-hmm. or something like that. That'd be like the most poetic possible end to his presidency. And Twitter released a statement saying. Just to let people know, death threats and wishing harm upon others are not allowed on Twitter. And anyone doing so will be banned. To which, I'd say at least a couple thousand people, uh, prominent people who've suffered with this sort of thing, have been like, fucking really, Twitter? Yeah. So you never did it with me. Because I personally have had death threats on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I've had people wishing all manner of diseases on me because I turned the comments off on my videos for a month. And I've shared them privately and publicly. And it's like, yeah, it's just people saying, I hope you get cancer because they yep. can't comment on a video about Robocop. But Carl, that's fine. Yeah. Don't worry. And then there's all like the, the great screenshots people have done. Of like, oh yeah, here's a message I got yesterday uh, from someone. It's like, just, I fucking hope you die. Uh, here's your response this morning. And it's like Twitter saying this does not breach the terms and conditions of Twitter or violate our user policy. Oh, great. It's like, it's like a literal death threat. Like, no, not not today. So that they actually come back and said that shit is fine. Yeah, it's fine. Oh, my God. It's amazing. Facebook, though, making like the one good decision they've made in a while. It's like, we don't give a fuck if you wish that Trump like, uh, died. Just don't COVID-19. tag him in here. Just don't tag him in <laughs> It's like, oh, man, that's so, like, I can't believe that. Like, yeah. Like, I saw that, and my mouth was agape when I saw that response from Twitter. Like, I would have thought it would be more believable if you flipped what company said what. Yeah. Like, if Facebook would have said that, then I would have believed it. If, like, like if Twitter turned around and was like, 
look, say whatever you want, just don't tag Donald Trump in it, I'd have been like, yeah, that sounds more like what Twitter have been like recently. Like, considering how long they have, like, um, passively allowed, like, white supremacists and Nazis and stuff to just be on their platform. Yeah. And, like, allow the President of the United States to, like, actively spout misinformation about a pandemic that is, like, killing hundreds of thousands of people. But it's very strange, but we can, like, move away from Donald Trump getting fucking wrecked. Like, the, the current wombo combo COVID-19 is doing on his lungs. Yeah. Uh, just to talk about Twitter in general, because I've had a really interesting... I'd say, like, 24 hours on Twitter. Oh, okay. Okay, because, Lucas, me and you, we streamed yesterday, didn't we? We did last night, yeah. Yeah, we streamed, and then... During that stream, um, like as always happens, um, someone was banned. Several people were banned. Oh yeah, yeah, there were a few bans over the night. Yeah, like, that, that always happens on Twitch when we stream because I have there's two rules I really have on Twitch, and the first one is don't make suggestions or requests. Yeah. The second one is don't ask about rule number one because Lucas, you can confirm that every single time I have streamed for the past two years there will be people making requests or suggestions for content on FactFeed. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. That will happen and, with, like, everything everywhere. And I have to make the same stock response to the point where um, I began hearing my girlfriend burst out laughing from the other room when she heard me do the spiel for the third night, uh, the third <laughs> time in the same evening of streaming. And I thought, well, there's an option on Twitch to just say, like, just put rules in that people have to click that they acknowledge before they type. And even with that in place, even with the thing in place of, these are the two things that you don't do on this stream, people come in and then try and be a smart ass and immediately say, can I ask about rule number two? Oh yeah, I hear you say that over and over again. And it's like, you're trying to be a smart ass. That's not how it works. You're not going to rules lawyer your way out of this one. Just because it's technically not against the rules that are in place does not mean you're not going to get banned for it. Stop being a prick. And yeah. before I put that in place, you had to be like, well, it's not a suggestion. It's just something I thought you might find interesting. Because it's a suggestion. Mm -hmm. Don't fucking try and pretend it's, it's obviously not. like the entire point of going, hey, Carl, I'm going to nudge you over to this thing that you might find interesting, meaning that, oh, what I've recommended you, you'll find interesting enough to make a video out of. Therefore, meaning that I've not recommended a video for you, but, but just you like inspired a video. And it's... Yeah, I'm not going to fall for that. And also, I don't have time in my day, as I, I people have tried to do before, like sending me angry emails, tweets, messages, what have you, demanding that I explain my decision mm -hmm. because they technically didn't make a request or a suggestion. It's like, I don't have time in my day to argue with you about this. Please just shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like, I, I don't have time for it. And like, so I ban multiple people on a Twitch stream per time just because I'm so sick of saying the same thing over and over again. Yeah. And like, even, I'm guessing, you, so you've been streaming for not as long as I have, but I'm guessing even by now, you're sick of repeating yourself and hearing me repeat myself. I think I'm definitely like hearing you repeat yourself way more than me still because yeah. you get like quite a lot more viewers than I do. But yeah. And it's just, it's a frustrating thing that makes me actively not want to do streaming mm -hmm. because part of the reason that I got into writing and streaming and making YouTube videos is because I hated the idea of doing the same thing day in, day out for the rest of my life. Yeah. Well, at least this way, I'm always learning something new. I'm always doing something different. And the idea that I've given 
I've gone into this with that in mind and then I'm going to spend like two, three nights a week just answering the same six questions over and over again was really depressing to me. So I thought I was going to nip it in the bud now. Mm-hmm. And then I added a new rule for yesterday, which is we've already, um, we're bored talking about Minecraft, Steve. We know he's in Smash. We've had the discussion already. Please don't ask about it. And even then, people still came in and their very first thing is, what do you think of Minecraft, Steve, in Smash Bros? Yeah, so like the first thing you read when you come in is, look, we've already had the discussion. We don't want to spend all night just repeating ourselves. Do not ask about Steve. And they go, oh, right, okay. How about Steve then? <laughs> It's just, and then they get banned and then complain to my mods about it. I didn't know I'd get banned for doing that. It's literally the first thing you saw. Anyway, um, like while we were streaming, just like some guy came in and it was, I forget what it was now. It was something like, oh, it really makes me sad to see how bad Carl's playing the game. And I just looked at that and went, I don't need that kind of negativity in my chat right now. We're playing this game as a group to have fun. I don't really want someone backseat gaming. On Smash Bros of all things. And to clarify, yeah, like when we play Smash Bros, especially like, but just in general anyway, we stream with a mindset of let's go in, have a good chat and just have a bit of a silly laugh and not take things too seriously. Yeah. So the idea that people are coming in and it's like, oh, you're playing badly. It's like, that's not the kind of energy I really want on a stream. No. Because it's just the first thing you're going to say something really negative. And as well, like, it sounds like backseat gamery and just smacks of I am better than you. Mm-hmm. And I just don't really want to like deal with that. So I banned that person and promptly forgot all about it. But then later in the evening when I'm just like scrolling on my phone while getting a beer, I noticed that I had an email that I'm going to dig up now. And this was a email sent to the Fact Fiend um, email address. Like the business so, address. The business address used for business dealings that has absolutely nothing to do with my personal life. Mm-hmm. So I just think for a second, Lucas, and that was, it was sent by that person who'd been banned. And I like, think about that for a moment, Lucas. Like, it does that to you sound like the like the response of a reasonable person? No, it doesn't. And if I get told, look, that wasn't an appropriate thing to say. Like, either you know, stop it now, or just you know, ban me or whatever. If someone turns around and goes, look, I don't like the thing you said and I'm going to respond in a bad way to it, I would not then turn around and go, well, it's time for a strongly worded email then. Uh, literally a, a strongly worded letter of complaint yeah. to the most official um, avenue of contact they had, which is my business email address over being banned on Twitch. And I'll read it out in its entirety now, sans their name, because they sign this with their real name. Oh, okay, yeah, we don't want to okay. send that out there. And it's simply titled, A Fan with a Comment and a Question. So, good day, Carl, or do you prefer Mr. Wood? I don't prefer either of those things. Also, your name wouldn't Uh, be Mr. Wood, it would be Mr. Smallwood. No, so already they're trying to be a sarky bastard, Mm. which gives me a bad vibe. Um, At any rate, my name is Redacted, and I'm a long-time fan of your work. I really enjoy your writing and YouTube show, and tonight, 10-5-20s, they put the date and a timestamp. Okay. Like, think about this for a moment. Like, this is over being banned on Twitch. Like, being like, they can still watch it, they just can't comment anymore. Yeah, the only difference is they can't comment in chat anymore. Uh, I hopped onto your Twitch stream while you're playing Smash Brothers under my handle, Redacted. I was watching you play and I made what I thought was an innocent observation. That, and they've got their exact quote here. Like, so they even remember their exact quote. Mm. Like, this is how upset this person got over this. 
Um, watching you seeing Carl play Bowser poorly makes me a sad panda. And had you read it as and then had you read it as an admonishment of your playing ability, verbally calling me a bell end and to get fucked. Yeah, because I'd been having a few drinks and just seeing that negative. It's like, no, what? No, fuck this guy. I don't need this negativity, as I'm sure anyone would. Yeah, and I think like obviously so, yeah, like, taking it out of context, it's like, oh yeah, what a, what a like you know knobhead you are, but whatever. What? But Let's it's like. It even then, if someone has come into your chat and gone like, oh no, Carl's playing badly. Well, again, we're just trying to enjoy ourselves and have a laugh and have a drink. And it's like, no, fuck off, please. And their literal first interaction with me is a negative one. Yeah, and exactly. Like we can put it into a context that might help people because this is like a really abstract scenario to imagine. Let's just say like you're playing ping pong. Cause mm. like, in the UK, is a weird thing of like random ping pong tables in public. Or pool. Or yeah. any just like, you know, bar game with a friend. Mm-hmm. In a bar, you're having a couple of drinks and you're having a laugh. And then just a person you don't know comes over from the bar, sits down beside you, watches you play and goes, man, you're really shit at this game. Mm-hmm. Like, Would you want to continue a dialogue with that person? I-, I don't think anyone would. I don't think... And if people had the option at that point, where a button pops up on screen and said, just remove this person from this scenario, I'm pretty sure... And even if they it. were trying to like make it in a jokey way, like, oh, it makes me a sad panda... All you've still done is come in and go, oh, Carl's playing shit right now. Mm-hmm. You've just been negative and it's just not necessary. But anyway, they continue. I was just watching you die a few times. I wasn't trying to bag on you. I just want you to have a good game. I get that it's your channel and you can moderate it the way that you want. And that's where this message should end. Yeah. But there's the word but is coming, like marching towards this um, uh, paragraph with just an unwarranted sense of confidence. But... I don't, want you to th- I don't think it was fair for you to impose extra thoughts and words beyond the handful of text that I wrote and smear me verbally. So they're taking it as a personal affront. Mm-hmm. To such an extent, they are writing a formal email of complaint. Yeah. Again, think to yourself, folks at home, are, is this the response of a reasonable person? Um, I apologise for antagonising you during a friendly game, but man, it sucks to have someone you respect call you names. But regardless, I hope you, um, I wish you well and hope your family stays safe in these great times with sadness. So like ending it with that um, just makes me think it's sarcastic and that they're trying to make me feel bad. Mm-hmm. And that actually made me really annoyed because like they have gone to the effort of sending a fucking email of complaint. <laughs> To my business email, so that has nothing to do with the Twitch stream. And again, to air like, their grievances. Yeah, okay, whatever. They've they've been a bit sarky, but they've not been completely rude or anything. And it's like you know, I guess people are going to come out and say that. But at the same time, you got banned from commenting in one person's Twitch chat, and you've gone yeah. to the effort of sending a formal email to them. And here's where it led to a very interesting like couple of hours for me on Twitch. Because I thought, or on Twitter, sorry. Because I thought, that is so ridiculous, I have to share that. And I thought, because if I just tweet out, someone sent a formal letter uh, of complaint to the official Fact Fiend email address over being banned on Twitch, mm-hmm. no one would believe me. Or people would say that I'm making it up or exaggerating what happened. So yeah. I thought, I'm just going to copy and paste it in its entirety and then blur out the person's name. And almost immediately was inundated with people who were very, very angry at me for doing this. Because all this person was trying to do is be nice. And again, I would just like to ask people who may be thinking that, 
Is it a reasonable response to write a formal letter of complaint over something this minor? Over literally, like, not even getting banned from a Twitch stream, getting banned from commenting on a Twitch stream. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, the baffling thing for me of trying to explain to people. Like, this is not something a normal person does. People say, oh, he seems really nice, and I don't know why he'd be such a dick to such a nice guy. It's like... This is after the fact, and the only exposure I had to this person beforehand is them being incredibly negative and sarcastic, and yeah. I don't want that energy in my life. Also, they wrote a formal letter of complaint in response to something so minor. Like, it has the same energy as people who like think a barista at Starbucks is being snippy with them and then write a, like, a letter to their manager. <laughs> it's, it's that exact kind of energy. And as well, like, I think we joked about it on stream. Like, you mentioned some of the words that you used in it. I don't think you read out the whole thing, if I remember right. But, yeah, we were kind of making fun of when it's like, oh, is your moderation and your chat, you can do what you want. But, and it's like, no. (laughs) At the end of the day, like, Carl made this decision to moderate his chat the way he wanted on his own stream. End of. That's it. That's my favourite thing, that. It's like, I fully respect your decision to do things your own way, but, and then just... It's like, well, you don't then. Yeah, you you don't at all, because you're now dictating how you think it should be done. And that's like another thing I got as well. I got a bunch of people uh, saying, oh, well, I just think you could have been less mean to this person. Like, blissfully unaware, or seemingly oblivious to the fact that People thinking that they can dictate the way that I act online is the reason I have a zero tolerance policy, this sort of thing. Yeah. Because I, I have dealt with for years at this point, every time I try and make any decision, have people second guessing me mm-hmm. and telling me that I'm doing it wrong or that I should do it their way. And like I like, I struggle to think of like a real world example of what that's like for people to try and like empathize with it. Yeah. Because it's there is no real world. It's, I guess like the closest would be um like working on a bar is like what I used to do. Yeah. And like, I did used to have people tell me I'm pulling pints wrong. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I do this for a living. Like people are like, oh, you're doing it wrong, you should do it this way. And like offering really unhelpful advice that makes them feel better. Cause it's like, oh, yes, I got one out. Like, I'm trying to do my fucking job. Please leave me alone. Your comments are not wanted and not necessary and kind of annoying. Yeah. And even then it's like, I guess like that is... A- close comparison you can make but when it is literally something that like you are in charge of your own stream in charge of your own chat can moderate it however you see fit and that like the way that you will apply your moderation can be completely different from anyone else wants to do theirs and it's completely 100 percent your subjective choice and decision of how you want to run it yeah, and uh, I think a better comparison I just thought I'd pop into my head is um, guys telling female cashiers to smile. I think that oh. is the like, the number one with a bullet comparison because in addition to being like having people dictate my response, I also get a lot of people dictate my, the tone of my response. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always get, oh, you were a bit mean in that response. Like, I don't care what you think. It's, uh, that's the way I decided to respond to this person. Fuck you if you don't like it. Mm-hmm. Like This is how the the method I developed to avoid this sort of thing, because unless I adopt a zero tolerance policy, it's basically um, untenable for me to continue doing what I do. And I think the comparison to uh, men telling cashiers to smile is the same energy as that. (laughs) 
of like, I'm not only going to, I'm going to tell you that the way you're acting is wrong because it doesn't please me. It's like, oddly enough, I don't live my life to make you happy. No, and at the end of the day, like we, we mentioned over and over again, like the amount of um, creative burnout people have on these kind of platforms. And yeah. If that is the way that you want to deal with things to try and make sure that you can stay sane doing it, I think that's more than fair enough. It is. And the, um, <laughs> the thing that really cracks me up about it, though, is that just uh, I woke up this morning after doing that and... Uh, you can probably gauge like most of the responses are quite positive, but you always get the people like, "Oh, you're overreacting, you're a pussy," mm-hmm. or people reading it as, "Oh, you just blocked him because you're mad that he said you were bad at the game." So like, I don't give a shit if people say I'm bad at a video game. It's a fucking video game. I'm nearly thirty. Like my life and my ego, or my ego, and my personality is not attached to the fact I'm good or bad at a video game. I just don't want negative people in my peripheral. Well, last thing is, is fun. That's exactly the point of. Yeah, it's not the fact that. Carl's upset he got called bad in a video game like you know as friends we all say that to each other depending on the situation but like when somebody comes into your chat and goes like oh man you're really bad at this haha it's like I don't need negativity in chat like please leave me alone Mm. I'm trying to enjoy myself I'm not going to enjoy myself if people are coming in going haha you're bad at this and then the thing as well of uh, this is also something that a friend would do Exactly. And I've always yeah. said that like, I really uh, find it distasteful, and I really don't like when people try and be overly familiar with me. And we can get into that maybe in a bit of like the number of emails I've gotten from people trying to arrange a sponsorship mm-hmm. who act overly familiar in their opening gambit, and it immediately puts me off ever working with them. Yeah. And, like, I've had people say, "All right, fuck face, let's work together on something." It's like that's not how you message people in a professional sense. And Why even in that, I... in that situation, like that's not even how we talk to each other as friends. No. And again, it's one of the things I feel I need to have a zero tolerance policy towards it because uh, the old adage of you give people an inch, they'll take a mile. Mm-hmm. Because they will. Like the moment you give people any sort of leeway on this sort of thing, they're going to see how far they can take it, which is like we've talked about before in regards to moderation. Yeah. Where if you let people argue or rules lawyer their way out of a ban on Twitch, that opens the floodgates to every fucker who thinks it was unfair. They got blocked. Like, and now I have to, and if I don't give them the time of day, it's like, well, you, got, you talk to this guy. It's like, I don't need that time. It's easier just to have a zero tolerance policy because it just means that I, I as well, for like my moderators and things like that, I can just be like, look, if people are being dicks, I trust your judgment because you've been generally cool with me. Mm-hmm. Just get rid of them. I don't need a, um, to argue with people about whether or not they're going to be banned. Well, I get it's it. It's really not um, hard to be... Sorry, go ahead. I would say it's, it's really not hard to treat someone like a stranger. No, it's because not. that's what I am to them, and if they can't do that, I don't really want think there's any value in um, continuing this um, uh, conversation with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like if you can't understand that this is very much like a, a not even a one way relationship, but this is a relationship that like doesn't really exist; it just exists in your head. Yeah, that's something I wanted to mention as well. Because like in that email, you'll see it really hurts to have someone that you respect say this to you. It's like, how is that my problem? Mm-hmm. I, I, it sounds mean, but it's not my problem that you have attached more of your... Like, you care more about me than I care about you because I don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. And if I like had that same thought process, it would be crippling. I would never get anything done. Mm. Like, if I had to do... Like, I work and I put things out there. like, And I've said multiple times... 
do not attach your personality or your ego to random people on the internet, including me. Because it's not healthy and it's not going to end well. No, it's not at all. And like, uh, I've had numerous like, occasions where people have just acted really, really uncomfortable towards me. Because they like, they know me quite well, if you watch all my videos. like There's a lot you know about me. And I've had people bring up stuff that I've mentioned once in passing to me in conversations like on Twitch and stuff like that. And it really freaks me out. Yeah. That they are able to remember facts from my life better than I am. Yeah, because like I've even had it uh, occasionally in my chat where like someone will bring up something me or you have said, like either on a podcast or a video, and I'm like, I don't even remember that. Hmm. I'm like, it just makes me uncomfortable. It doesn't why. make me uncomfortable. I'm just like, you don't need to give that much of a shit about me. Yeah. Like <laughs> that honestly. as well. Yeah. So I'm not that important. I really don't know why people listen to the things that I do, but I'm glad that I'm glad that they do. And I would just ask people, like, you know, I am a stranger. I've said all the time, I'm a stranger. Please treat me like it. Well, it's like um, you get a lot of people going like, oh, man, well, uh, I guess I guess you can't really say hello to Carl in the street of your meeting then. Then you see, like, the responses from, like, me or fans or you of just, yeah, you can. Just walk up to me and treat me like a stranger. Like, what would you say to a stranger? The word hello? Yeah. That's fair enough. But um, I've never had that in real life. But I've had multiple occasions of... People just send me like random messages of like, all right, fuck face. It's like, my friends don't talk to me. I want me to think I'm going to accept that from a fucking yeah. stranger. Because <laughs> they think in their head that there's a, some sort of prior relationship there. And parasocial relationships are a fascinating concept that um, I would love to delve into. But uh, just to end this one, what really cracked me up was when I woke up this morning, I had a bunch of responses that didn't make sense. I was like, huh? I don't really get these. So I clicked them and I went, oh. They're responding to someone that I blocked yesterday because you can imagine like the usual suspects of like, oh yeah, my favorite response, like, and this is one, it's like a guy saying, you're really thin skinned to block someone over this. It's mm. like, I don't owe you an explanation. Like, even though there is one in this podcast because I thought it was, it's an interesting thing to talk about. Yeah, sure. Uh, and you know what? It's really easy for me to do this. I went, boop, blocked, play some Pokemon, went to bed, woke up, um, like check my phone, my emails and stuff. I went, oh, what's this? And that person, 12 hours later, is still arguing, insisting that I'm the one who's overreacting and thin-skinned. Oh, God. Yeah. Because like you could, one of the things that you could do on Twitter, and it's amazing, is when you block someone, you can just click to view the tweets that they've sent. And I think as of about 20 minutes ago, they're still arguing with people in my mentions. Oh, my God. That I'm the one who's overreacting. As they are on hour 12 of their screaming rant about being blocked on Twitter. Yeah, and then, like, just to keep it in the rounds of Twitter as well, of, like, I then noticed that you were, like, oh, or, like, I didn't read all those responses, and so I just saw you go, by the way, there's yet another person trying to fucking be me. Oh, yeah, that's happened as well. Again. So, uh, I've had multiple people in the last two weeks just make accounts with me, and the guy who did it yesterday, uh, he's called Carl Smallwood on Twitter. Hopefully not anymore, because I had to... Okay, it's like... I'll get into that in a sec, but um, uh, but instead of two L's, he's got two um, uppercase I's, so they look like L's. Um, I've tried to change my profile picture multiple times and my name. Every time I do that, he also changes it to be mine. And he is in my responses with ostensibly my name and my face on Twitter, just using the N-word. Because that's the thing is, it, when I clicked on his profile, it looked like it said at Carl Smallwood, which is what your Twitter yeah. handle is. Yeah, but it's two uppercase I's, so it looks like it says that. And they've got the exact same, like, um, profile picture and banner as you as well. They've copied this they have, from yeah. your profile. 
And I tried when I first saw it. I went, oh, I'll change my Twitter profile picture. They immediately changed it straight to it. So whoever it is, at the very least, they're dedicated to being a prick, which you have to admire, um, even if you don't respect it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they're just screaming the N-word at people in my mentions, which is funny. Yeah, I, I just clicked on the first couple of like tweets and replies that they'd sent. And it was like, oh, yeah, uh, my fans are toxic. Ha ha. Or go fuck yourself. And it's like, for fuck's sake. And my favorite thing about it as well is I changed my name on Twitter to Carl Smallwood Official. And they tried to do the same thing, but couldn't spell the word official. <laughs> and it's like, what be- What sums up like the level of like maturity and intellect that goes into like thinking this is something that's a good idea when they can't even fucking spell a word they are copy and pasting? Yeah. <laughs> like they're copy pasting it and they did it wrong. <laughs> and I-, I had to... Like, I've had to submit a thing with Twitch, like, this person is trying to impersonate me, because this is the most obvious example of that, because if I change my name, they are also doing it too. Yeah, um, and I've, and like, to... submitted a report as well on your behalf. And I've had to send a picture of my fucking passport to them. I've been like, look, someone's trying to fucking impersonate me, and they're just screaming the N-word at my fans. And I actually had, like, three direct messages from fans of, like, the fuck is this? Yeah of screenshots of me like responding to something they've put with the n-word it's like it's not me click the profile they've got zero followers mm-hmm. and it's like oh god damn it so i respect the hustle but at the same time i do wonder i and I, I, it's that thing about i don't know what's sadder if it's a kid and this is just how they have fun or if it's an adult who's just that salty like, you know, the, like the guy we just talked about who's just so salty about being blocked that they've decided that this is how they're going to get back at me. Normally as well, the weird thing is, like, if they're going to the effort of continually changing their profile, it's probably an adult. Mm -hmm. Like, kids generally don't... Like, generally, you do occasionally find some, um, you know, weird weird kids, but generally speaking, they don't have, like, enough of um, a a fixed... um, What do you call it? Attention span. Attention span. That's the that's the word I was looking for. Thank you. Like if it was just someone who was trolling, they'd do it for like five minutes and then stop. But like mm-hmm. this person went to the effort of changing their name to get, get it, and it's like I respect it to a degree. And like, also, fuck I, off. I, I wish they'd apply um, that same level of dedication to any kind of pursuit that was positive, had a net positive impact on the world, yeah. rather than screaming the n word at people they don't know. But yeah, hey ho. And I think that's one big thing is like, just generally speaking, it's like, I, you know, we obviously bring up some negative stories and things, but generally speaking, I try to be a positive person online and try, try, admittedly, uh, you know, to just stay on a positive path and make sure that that's the kind of vibes I'm sending out into the world. But the idea that people are dedicating themselves to pretend to be you, to then just like spread toxic like yeah. mindset across other people's Twitter is like, God fucking damn it. Yeah, and the feedback that I've got on is, oh man, why are you so depressing on Twitch? I've had that. Mm. Of like people follow me on Twitch or Twitter, complain. It's like, oh man, I'm gonna stop following you because all you do is tweet negatives. It's like I'm just giving people a glimpse of the stuff I have to deal with. And I think if anything, it's quite positive, even though the stuff that I share is like people being horrible. Mm-hmm or obnoxious, or just not understanding like the pressure that I'm under on a day-to-day basis, because that's a glimpse into like one fraction of stuff I deal with, and I'm still going. And I think that's quite positive. I've got all this stuff, like, I, there's so many times that I've shared stuff like this, and I've had friends just go, 
how the fuck do you put up with this? <laughs> because I genuinely do enjoy what I do. Mm-hmm. And the good does outweigh the bad, but um, I never really see any other creator talk about like this kind of thing. Because I'm guessing like their social media presence is quite sterile and they probably have someone like, imagining it for them. The only time I ever really see anyone um, talk about it, for the most part, whenever I see like creators um, become a bit more outspoken, is when they've kind of hit the end of the tether. Because they're so sick of it. Or if they're a woman or a minority, because they have to deal with like probably five times as much as like anyone. Yeah. And I, there's so much of it that is going to spill over in their day to day. And that's the thing, I try to be positive. And I guess if you look at my Twitter, I do see I'm quite a negative, dour, cynical person. And I am all those things on occasion, as most people are. I, everyone has down days. Well, I, I can say, like, when I'm sharing these things, I'm not angry. Yeah. Like, so I had this conversation with my girlfriend. It's like, I don't think it's good for you to do this. Like, no, it's, I legitimately, I, th- I find it therapeutic. I find it funny. Yeah. Because what I like to do is I sit there and go, I try to picture the kind of person who's sending those messages. <laughs> and I try to think, uh, and I always find it quite amusing to imagine all the things that happened to lead to that scenario, like to use the the first story as an example. Like I like to think, because it's very clear this is a fully grown adult man who sent that email. Yeah, when you send an email Be- like that, I would imagine so. Yeah, you are a fully grown adult man um, who acts like a child. And I just like to imagine that it's a guy, because it's, clearly it is a guy. Like You don't even need me to tell the name to know that someone who do that is a guy. Yeah. Because that is a... Like, we all know. I'm not even going to get into that. But uh, he sits down and goes, oh, what am I going to do today? It's like 7 o'clock in the evening. Like, I'm going to sit down and relax. Oh, that, that YouTuber I follows, streaming, goes in, makes the joke that they did and goes, oh, no, banned. Oh, God. Oh, and my point, my response to that, because if I'd make a joke, I wouldn't say something like that because I'd feel like a dick saying it. Mm-hmm. To a stranger, but if I did, I'd probably go, oh man, chalk it all to experience. Like, I'd want to explain to them, but at the same time, being banned or blocked is probably like the most direct and um, obvious way you can tell someone, this conversation is over, I no longer wish to talk to you. Yeah. And that's where, in my head, what I would have done. But then I think, this person, they're different. They're built differently. They didn't think that. They thought, you know what's going on here? This is just a misunderstanding. <laughs> like, I know that I they've told me that they don't want me to talk to them anymore. Like, they've said that, but I know what will fix this. Ugh, they crack their fingers and they bust out the thing. And they go, let's find out what his work email address is. <laughs> and they type out the entire email, read it through and go, yeah, that's what's going to change there too. And it's like, it makes me howl with laughter like on my own yeah. just to think about this. Oh. And I giggle so much just thinking about the kind of person who does it. Like the um, the, the frequent scenario we have on Twitch. Like you'll hear where you must have heard this happen, Lucas, multiple times. Of someone will come in and say, "Oh hi, you banned my last account." Yep. And then before they even type the next thing, they are banned again. And it's like all you needed to do was make a new account or go on your secondary account or whatever. Come back in chat and act like nothing have ever happened. And that's where like. Again, I like to imagine the kind of person who's writing that because it makes me giggle to think of the kind of person who'd do it off. Like, there's something broken inside their head where they can't not have the last word. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they cannot stand the fact they did not get the last word in. 
So they have to come in and say, and you'll probably hear Lucas every time that happens. I just laugh with incredulous. I have a, a, a bout or a fit of incredulous laughter of why are people like this? Of <laughs> <laughs> just how stupid can you be to think this is going to work? Yeah. It's like, look, like, I know you just banned me five seconds ago, but hear me out, Carl. <laughs> it's like, it's so good. It makes me laugh every single time. But I, I'm guessing people aren't like me and they might see it in a different light and they might see it as like, evidence that I'm oh no I might be struggling mentally so I'm really not I'm doing I'm in a really good place mentally actually mm-hmm. the channel's been going super well um, everything's been well I'm a bit stressed with the amount of work we've got but that's because like you know I've been working hard to try and get a lot of content made but it legitimately does make me giggle every time <laughs> just to think like why are people like this are just it's like, hey I know that you just told me in the most direct sense that you no longer wish to interact with me, but I am going to go out of my way to message you on another format to explain to you why you're wrong about that. In And then, in effect, proving why you were right to do this in the first place. Yeah. And like, Without fail, every single time. I um, I want to mention something that I saw on Twitter a few days ago, and I won't like... Oh, please, please, please do. I won't talk about specific names or anything, but you were saying like... Yeah, when women or minorities will like obviously get more shit on Twitter and therefore Absolutely, share yeah. it more often. Of course they do, yeah. And like, but it's important for people to see that, I feel. It is, yeah. And I, I feel like people should be more outspoken about this kind of stuff. Like, you shouldn't have to just sit with a bunch of negativity and not be able to talk about it and just be expected to put up and shut up. Yeah, which is a bit of feedback I get all the time. It's like, oh, why don't you just shut up? Because well, that's a bit weird coming from the like from you person who has absolutely no stake in this fight and still thought about putting your fucking oar in. <laughs> it's like, why don't you lead by example and shut up yourself? It's like, you didn't because you had to say something. Yeah. You felt compelled to and you're not even involved in this situation. Now imagine what your response would be if you were involved. It probably what I. It's probably what my response was, if not more extreme. Please shut up. <laughs> and no one ever makes that connection in their head. No, they don't, no. So I feel compelled to comment on this, even though I'm not I'm in no way involved, and also tell you that you're overreacting. <laughs> anyway, you were saying. Uh, but yeah, um, so there was a thing going around Twitter a few days ago, at least on my feeds of like, mm-hmm. um, oh, share your full like 10 out of 10 games of this generation. Okay. And someone who is a female like just tweeted out like, look, um, I've seen this going around. I'm personally not going to partake in the conversation because I know that people will just be assholes no matter what games I say. Okay. And then the response was, instead of like everyone ragging on what game she chose, it was, oh God, you always have to be so negative and assume that people are going to be the worst. Yeah. And it's like, like, oh my God, like you even turn someone's words of like, look, I'm going to get shot on no matter what I say, so I'm going to stay quiet this time. Of, Oh no, fuck you. Like how dare he? It's like, God damn. It's like, how dare you say that people always are always negative of what you say, as I'm being negative on this. Yeah. <laughs> There's no self-reflection or like awareness in those people's minds. And it is, it's amazing to see. And it's, and it's just amazing like to a experience. torrent of tweets of like, how dare you assume we're all going to be negative? Go fuck yourself. It's like... It's amazing to experience yeah. because like, it's truly baffling to be on the receiving end of stuff like this. Mm-hmm. And like I said, like my girlfriend has literally done the thing of like putting her head in her hands and curling up in the floor because she cannot process some of the things that people have said to me. Mm-hmm. 
Like my favourite one is I'm uh, I wouldn't say I'm outspoken about it, but at the very least I've not I've said out loud on a video. If you are racist and watch my content, don't watch my videos. Yeah. And like, I said that because I noticed that I was getting a lot of people thinking just because I share certain opinions. Like I'm not a big fan of like The Last Jedi, but for like, you know, story and thematic reasons, not because it has a woman in it. Yeah, yeah. Or like there's a video where we talk about um, that Doom 2016 preview that Polygon did. Yes. And I shit on that because it's just um, a hilarious display of incompetence, not because I think all games journalists are SJW nonsense or anything like that. But because uh, the kind of people who think that sort of thing don't exactly have the best um, level of um, uh, media literacy. Mm. They just think because I said one thing is bad, I must agree with them. And I was noticing that I was getting a lot of people either follow me or like retweet or tag me and stuff that was a bit like, you know, suspect to say the least. Right. Okay. Yeah. And we've talked about that in the past of like, I, I noticed that, oh, that Count Dankula guy, my videos keep getting recommended to his fans. And I'm like, I don't really support anything this guy stands for. Mm-hmm. If you're a fan of him, please stop watching my videos, which resulted in people with fucking swastika avatars say, no, you're wrong. His fans aren't what you say they are. It's like, okay, guy with swastika avatar, I'm going to believe you. Anyway. Proving like, your point very well there, Mr. Swastika. And just showing that people have absolutely no self-awareness when it comes to the internet. Yeah. But um, I said that out loud, and a response that I got, I'm going to try and track it down, because like this put my girlfriend on her ass. Like, she like could not handle this response or my response to it because I was like walking home from the gym oh, okay. and just tweeted it out and she like saw it on her phone and I walked in and she's just on the floor with like tears in her eyes like going I like this and it was a, a tweet about like um, I just mentioned that casually of like oh yeah um, I said that once in a video and I think I lost like 500 subscribers mm-hmm. overall but we gained like so many that it didn't really matter I don't care a guy responded, uh, you'll never see PewDiePie outright say fuck racist because he think it empowers them by acknowledging it. And I just retweeted that with that gif of Cole Phelps from um, LA Noir with the big X that just says down. <laughs> and I, my girlfriend was she's on her ass because she's like, I can't believe people are this fucking stupid. So apparently, <laughs> Cole, what they are claiming is... Is. actively outing and like saying you don't support racism is actually supporting racism more than doing nothing at all and it's one of those one of my favorite things on the internet with like this kind of guy again you know this is a guy who has this opinion mm-hmm. uh, because a white guy has the option of being silent about this sort of things so it doesn't affect them at all yeah and it is that um when you talk about something like this uh, and you'll bring up like you know um like um racial inequality or like gender inequality, or like you know trans rights, and this, like, but like, by talking about it, all you're doing is like drawing attention to the people who make these like say these awful, awful things. And it's I always find myself thinking it's really weird how your solution to this problem is just stop talking about it. Mm-hmm. And we've not been talking about it for a hundred years at this point, and it's not been fixed. And it's weird that your solution, guy who doesn't want to talk about it is stop talking about it. Yeah. And that's what I always think of, like, oh, yeah, um, please just stop talking about these things that make me uncomfortable. It's like, no, the fact that it makes you uncomfortable is part of the reason it needs to be brought up. Or it's almost it entirely un- the reason it needs to be addressed, yeah. 
And like the fact that you think a creator not outright say, outright saying fuck racist is because they think it empowers it. It's not. It's because like at the very least they are aware that it's part of their audience and don't want to piss it off. Mm. Because like it it's similar to um, how a lot of channels are in, in a very different way, in a less negative way, is mm. similar to how a lot of um, channels will censor any swearing. Because they know part of their child, like their audience is children. So they will get rid of anything that might be like offensive to children. It's like, yeah, in that similar kind of vein is they will actively make sure nothing like anti-racist is in there because they know it will piss off a section of their fan base. And even though it is admittedly a very small part, because I've spoken multiple times before about how whenever I do stuff like this, the actual hit to my... Uh, uh, channel's metrics is basically negligible yes um the response um is overwhelming mm -hmm. sometimes like we had an entire podcast talking about how uh, my twitter feed for an entire day had been filled with literal swastika avatar uh, touting nazis sending me pictures of their own excrement mm -hmm. and that could be quite a scary thing and that could be quite an overwhelming thing and something people don't want to deal with i can understand and respect that of i just do not want to kick this hornet's nest and have shitty reply guys in my mentions for an entire day. Yeah. Screaming racial slurs at me. But I think there's a certain level of success that you get to. And I say it's around the point my channel's at now, where you have a moral obligation to say stuff like, fuck racists. Mm -hmm. Because it gets to a point where you not saying anything is saying just as much as not, um, like, saying fuck racists. And, like, your silence speaks volumes about this issue. Yeah, and it, it was similar to um, the whole like movement of Black Lives Matter starting, and it was, yeah, yeah, if you're not actively making a statement, then not making a statement is a statement in itself. Yes, and we talked about it. It's yeah. like, um, silence, uh, while being a valid option, um, is in itself a political statement. It does speak like volumes, yeah. It's like the people who say, oh, I don't want to put politics in my content. It's like, well, that in of itself is a political decision. Oh, um, because like, like can, I, can I just sidetrack one second? Yeah, go there for it. It was a great comment I got on um, a Modern Warfare 2 video that me and you, uh, you know, recorded and it recently went live. And mm -hmm. it was a very, very angry comment of like, I'm fucking fed up of you guys bringing politics into this fucking video game. If I want politics, I'll go to this place, not to a video game site. We're playing fucking Modern Warfare 2, where we are going into, like, the fucking White House. Yeah, that's a... Modern Warfare 2, that's the one where America is invaded by the Russians yeah. um, due to a botched uh, black ops mission um, that implants an American soldier in a terrorist cell. Yeah. And then the terrorist stages a false flag attack to start World War Three. That is so fucking political, it hurts. Like, there is six sections of that game. Like, the ending of that game is the main bad guy giving a speech about how war fuels the American economy. <laughs> but Carl, it's let's like, keep politics fucking out of it. And that's the thing, like, when saying that is in itself a political statement, because what... And again, it's always fucking white guys with beards saying this. Yeah. They, what they say as refer to as politics is for people like, you know, women, people of colour, um, gay people, non-binary people, um, it's their life. Mm -hmm. It is their right to exist. And to see it so flippantly disregarded of like, oh, I just don't want to bring politics to my videos. Like, so what you're saying is like my right to exist 
or acknowledging my right to exist um, I, is trumped by you just not wanting your metrics to take a 300 subscriber hit yeah. when racists unsubscribe. That says a lot. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, I love that. Is that a real comment? That was, that was a got, real that, comment, yeah. Is that the can, is that verbatim? Uh, not verbatim. I have like hidden. Okay, the what, user what's from the video? The... I want I want to get this verbatim. No, I've, I've, I've hidden want... the user from the channel. Ah, damn it! That's a shame. Because like, I personally, I don't want to leave comments like that on there. Because I'm like, that is just spreading like vile shit through my comment section. It's just negativity, and you know what, Lucas? You don't need that kind of energy in your peripheral. I don't. And anyone who try and make you feel bad for pruning and maintaining um, your online ecosystem is a prick. And at the end of the day, like, yes, you can comment whatever you want, but at the same time, I can moderate my comment section however I want, and I don't want shit like that in there. Well, that's the one, isn't it? Of, um, I, I, I respect your right to say whatever you want right up until the moment that I disagree with it. Then you should shut up. Mm-hmm. It's like... Look, at the end of the day, I've mentioned many a time, I've mentioned even on this podcast, I try to spread positivity to the best of my abilities. Like, obviously, it's 2020, the world's a bit of a shit show, but I'll do my best. And like, <laughs> as, as evidenced by um, the slow transformation of this comedy podcast, it's <laughs> Carl, what's depressed you this week? Please work your way through it with laughter. But, but um, yeah, it's just like, I don't need somebody going... Oh, how dare you be political? Fuck you! Like go fuck yourself after playing through Modern Warfare Two. Slow focus. Again, uh, media literacy is poor uh, amongst a lot of people. Yeah, and I've said that, but uh, we could use it as a jumping-off point it's just like the bizarre um, comments that we seem to get on our playthroughs on our own channels. Okay, yeah, like, the trends, the the connective threads that connect ours because. Um, <laughs> What playthrough is currently going on in your channel at the moment? Uh, so currently the Modern Warfare 2 playthrough is just ending up. Uh, we've got me and you also playing through Pokemon Soul Silver. Um, yeah. Jenna and I, my girlfriend Jenna and I, are playing Ghost of Tsushima. And next week is when Super Mario Sunshine stars and replaces Modern Warfare 2. Okay, so and um, what is the number one piece of feedback we have gotten on your Pokemon playthrough? Share it here for the lovely audience at home. Um, I'm not sure there is one, Carl. Uh, like, there's, you know, just general uh, information and talking mm. about how maybe we can headbutt a tree in Azalea Town and find a fucking Heracross. Yeah, and this has been privately a joke we have been laughing about for about three weeks now. Because yeah. when the playthrough first started, we start, like, there was a couple of comments about giving us advice on where to get Pokemon. Because, yeah, we've only played through the game, like, once between us. Like, I played it once. Carl's only played the previous version. And we were, like, early on going, oh, I can't remember where to get this Pokemon or where to get this Pokemon. Mm -hmm. But as the playthrough's gone on, we've, like, uh, reiterated multiple times. Like, we're just going to catch the Pokemon that we want. Mm -hmm. And also, we have a guide in front of us just to help us um, keep on the critical path. Because this is a game that we're playing for, like, one hour per week amongst other games we're going to lose track yeah but for some reason like the emerging trend that i noticed is that people keep telling us go and go specifically to azalea town in this game headbutt this tree and get a heracross and i assumed it was the same person just leaving this comment over and over again <laughs> until you pointed out no it's multiple people just saying the same thing yeah because like, i think i it was either me or you who put 
in our like friend group chat like oh man um another one of these heracross comments you go i can't believe this guy keeps commenting on like, every video i was like carl is not the same guy ever it's a different person every single time we're like why are people so all in on heracross and that obviously you oh. tweeted about it and a lot of people like oh heracross is cool or heracross was very prominent in the anime at that time with johto it's like yeah he's cool also- but why just this one pokemon obsessively yeah, which was also amazing as well, because it was a rhetorical question yeah. of, I don't really need an answer to this. It's just really funny. It's a funny observation that so many people give a huge shit about mm. it. And people's response to that is a stalwart defense of Heracross. As if we personally attacked Heracross <laughs> itself. And it reminds me a little bit of uh, the best friends on YouTube, like Rip in Peace, they're no longer going, but um, they had a Pokemon week on their channel. Because a, a series they did was... Um, fisticuffs, Friday Night Fisticuffs, where every Friday they would play um, a random fighting game, and on every Saturday they would play a bad fighting game. Ah, okay. So Saturday Night Scrub Lords, Friday Night Fisticuffs, and for like, a month of Pokemon content, they just got all the shitty fan-made Pokemon fighting games. And one of the things that I remember distinctly about it, and I will always remember it, is that in these fighting games, like they're fan-made, and it obviously ends with Pokemon. Hmm. The release of Pokemon. But in these fan-made ones, Lucas, do you want to take a guess at what fan Pokemon got into these games? Like, so the fan favourites that everyone has a big hard-on for. Oh, so like Charizard and Mewtwo. Yep. Uh, Pikachu, I'd imagine. Lucario. Uh, uh, and specifically, Lucas, the term hard-on. What's the Pokemon that people have a real fucking hard-on for? Greninja? No, it's a female Pokemon. Oh, God of War. Gardevoir. There we go, yes, yeah. it's Gardevoir because um, um, they had one of the videos. I don't know what it was because it's like a random fan Pokemon game, but um, they, I don't know if it was accidental or on purpose, but I kind of hope it's on purpose. Um, they pick every, something they would do is they would endeavour to pick every character on the select screen at least once and show off all their moves. Okay, yeah, yeah. So even if it's this game you don't give a shit about, you at least get to see all the cool stuff in it. They did not pick Gardevoir, and every comment on that video is people complaining that they didn't pick Gardevoir. <laughs> but it gets just a little bit better, because the next video they released was another fan-made Pokemon game that also had Gardevoir in it, and they also did not pick Gardevoir. <laughs> and I remember from when those videos was going live, on their Twitters, they were retweeting people, sending them angry Almost like boarding on death threats for not picking Gardevoir in those <laughs> games. And it's like, why do people give such a shit about this? Oh, man. And, like, it has led to a kind of similar attitude for us of, like, like either let's not pick Heracross or the potential what could occur of let's get Heracross on the team so we can never use it. Get it and then release it immediately. Of just like, yeah, like, get the Pokemon, make everyone think we're going to use Heracross and then troll them. But then, for anyone who thinks that's petty and childish, rem- remember that by saying that, you are defending people commenting on videos saying, please get the Pokemon that I like. Mm. And it's like, we were, we've <laughs> been very open in saying, like, we're going to play how we want to play. Like, throw mm. the rule book of whatever you think is going to occur out the window. Me and Carl are literally just playing on the fly how we decide we want to play it. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh no, but like, how dare you not get my Pokemon? How dare you like, not play an Uzzot run or whatever it is? But Yeah, which leads me to the other comment that you got. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to explain to me what a Nuzlocke run is first? Uh, yeah, so uh, to, to 
I'm not going to go through every rule for any Nuzlocke fans listening, <laughs> but to really, really baseline it, um, it's essentially a self-challenge on Pokemon called a Nuzlocke run, and I'm presuming the origins of it are like a person online called Nuzlocke came up with it or something. Um, and it's like, basically, instead of going back to a Pokemon Center to heal your Pokemon, if one of them faints, they go to a box in your PC called Graveyard and you're never allowed to use them again. Yeah, you have basically, or you can release them is the other one, but um, if a Pokemon dies or faints on your team, it faints. And then there are um, extra additional rules people do because it's a self-imposed challenge to make it more interesting, such as you can only catch the first Pokemon on any given route that you encounter and stuff like that. And um, we decided privately before before we started recording we do not want to do a Nuzlocke run. There are countless Nuzlocke runs on YouTube of Pokemon games. We personally don't find them interesting. Um, it's not an original idea. Let's just play the game and just talk about Pokemon. That's the thing is, like, I um, personally, I do find the idea quite interesting, but I'm very aware that, A, I'd say the majority of Pokemon playthroughs I see at this point are Nuzlocke's and not regular playthroughs. And mm-hmm. B, it's not something that I want to impose while we're just trying to like play and have a laugh and like we've already made a few mistakes on the run and i, I just want to enjoy a bit of pokemon yeah and we say that in the video we're like half like, in a joking way like with the best of like we say look we're not going to do this uh, we understand but it's not for us yeah and as a joke we name our rival in the game nuzlocke and we rag on nuzlocke runs a little bit like in a joking manner yeah and the specific thing we rag on is the people who defend them to the hilt yeah of how dare you, this is the only way to play the game. And like we just thought that's really funny, but what happened recently, Lucas? So recently I did get a comment on one of those episodes of like somebody saying, I've never met any Nuzlocke runner like that. Like, how dare you talk about them that way? Essentially, like again, that is not verbatim. That is just the general idea of the comment. But essentially being a smarmy prick and saying, you've got us all wrong. How dare you make this wide sweeping judgment? about Nuzlocke runners yeah. and what was that person like don't say the actual name but uh, just what was like the round like the uh, the rough all you need to know that is that name. the person's username had Nuzlocke in the in the name <laughs> it's so good you, you could not write that no and that's the thing it goes all the way back to like uh, people having no self-awareness mm. like screaming at people on Twitter of Carl like, you really shouldn't um, get involved in this sort of thing. You really need to let it go, as they themselves are completely unable to let it go and have to get their two cents in. And, like, like look, oh, dude, look. I mean, you might even be listening to the podcast. I have no idea like, why you watch the videos or not. But at the end of the day, you've got to watch those videos knowing, like, A, we are joking, and B, we are, like, emphasizing our, like, quote-unquote hatred for Nuzlocke runs in, like, a jokey manner for a comedy video. Like, it's <laughs> well, like, I even bit, earlier said, like, I do find the idea intriguing, but everyone fucking does it. And we just wanted to have a bit of fun. <laughs> like, the thing of, though, um, we say, the video, like, we don't want to do a Nuzlocke run. We understand that that's going to probably piss, we even know it'll probably piss some people yeah. off. And they'll get, and they'll angrily defend Nuzlocke runs as being the best way to play these games. Uh, we're not about that. And then someone comes in angrily defending them. Mm-hmm. While saying that, no, fans aren't like that. It's like, you 100% are. And then he's called, like, King Nuzlocke Snipes or some <laughs> shit. 
It, it's so perfect. I was like, I saw that on my phone. And I just collapsed. <laughs> I was like, I can't do it. Like, you couldn't write something this perfect. Because the thing is, I thought it was a very innocuous comment. I was like, yeah, Until whatever, scroll through. And then I noticed the username and was like, whoa. It's like, oh, like, this guy's all in. Yeah. He's all in on those Nuzlocks. It's so good. I love it. And it's very telling that that, that is the only like, person I've had even make a comment about Nuzlocke runs, whether we are doing them, whether they like them or anything. The only person that's come out of the woodwork to make a comment hasn't done Zlock in their name. It's like, oh man. I just say, you just can't write that shit. You couldn't write something that per- And if you did, people would say you're taking the piss. <laughs> and I've said that multiple times, but it's happened to me so much recently. Of like, stuff that if I told people that it had happened, people would talk about. If I would have not posted that guy's um, uh, email and just said, someone sent me a formal letter of complaints, they got banned on Twitch. You'd be like, no, they didn't. That's made up. And then you see it, and it's so much worse. And that's the thing. is, like, it even gets to the point where some of the stuff you tell me privately, I'm like, no. No one's No, Carl, done. really? And you have to, like, send me pictures and be like, yeah, yeah. It's like, fucking hell. So just to clarify, the stuff that I get sent by Carl is usually the worst, like, worse than what he puts publicly on Twitter. And it's the stuff as well that's not even funny. Yeah. That's the thing. It's usually just like horribly um, offensive or bigoted or just like people. The, the kind of stuff that you wouldn't even want to share for other people to see. Yeah, because it's like, um, like people seeing it, it might make them upset. Yeah. And it might make them upset for me. Like, oh God. But uh, that's why I try to share the funny ones. Mm-hmm. Of like, oh, it's just, it's really amusing to me to see stuff like this. And it's, it's nice to share it with other people in that therapeutic way of like, it's just something I've just constantly got to have in the back of my head, and it's really, like, it's kind of hilarious. Like that Nuzlocke one. All good fun. Yeah. Oh, like, now that's good. I like that. And then to bring it back to something else I've had to deal with today, like, we can move away from Twitter to the world of Instagram. Because, like, this is another thing, and I woke up to this, and I was like, okay, I guess this is the next half an hour of my life now. Oh, okay, what is it? And I woke up and I'll find the exchange because I'm going to read it out, Lucas. I can already tell um, what your um, uh, the noise you're going to make is. <laughs> so I woke up this morning to uh, an Instagram message and it said simply, uh, sorry to bother you. I just wanted to know if that thing that I sent arrived yet. Oh, no. And this is from a person oh, I've never God. spoke to before. And I was just like, what? Oh, like, oh, I just got a shiver down my spine thinking yeah. about this. Yeah, and I just responded, um, I don't have a listed address or PO box, so no. And the person responded, and they sent uh, with just my accountant's email, uh, with my accountant's address. Right. Um, which is where like my business is registered. Um, and I remember when I did this, my accountant said, and this is, we're doing this, so that people can't track you down. I was like, no one's going to do that. And the story I tell about this, and this is 100% true, mm. the day after the business was founded, they received an Amazon Prime package um, addressed to me. Yeah, because wasn't that like they sent you like a bottle of whiskey or something? Yeah, which um, was summarily disposed of because you can't trust anything sent in the post from a stranger. Especially not during a pandemic. Because this is the thing. Yeah. Like, this would be creepy on its own, but like they are... Genuinely, they genuinely again. I imagine the thought process behind this of 
they thought, uh, oh, I want to send this guy on the internet something. This guy on the internet, I don't know. I want to send him something. Let's have a look. What's his address? They can't find anything listed. No P.O. box, no fan stuff like no um, uh, like unboxing videos mm. like you'll see on other YouTube channels of like here's stuff that fans send us. And in fact, I think if you even search that, there's even tweets from me saying we do not accept um, gifts from fans because it just makes us feel awkward and it's uncomfortable. Yeah. And while doing that, uh, they stumbled across an address that's tangentially list like related to me. Um, in a city that I don't live. Mm-hmm. Um, and decided that, yeah, I'm going to go to the post office and send them a random package from a stranger during a pandemic. Mm-hmm. And this is a normal thing to do that people think is okay. And then just casually, without even mentioning it, just send you a message like, did you get my package, by the way? Yeah. I'm presuming, like, you do you know what's in the package? Uh, no, uh, my account, because I don't want to encourage people to do this. Because uh, here's the thing even if I say I do not want any of this, because uh, I think back to the live event that I did, where one of the things listed in the. Um, was like, please the, don't the, bring any gifts or anything like that. Don't don't bring any gifts. Like, your presence is all that's required. Like, do not send, bring presents. They make us uncomfortable. It's awkward. And then. All it's gonna do is just like cause, um, like me to feel awkward. And it's probably like, to... especially in a, a live event. Say what, like fifty people showed up, for example. I don't know exact numbers, mm. but say fifty people showed up, and then two people turn up with gifts, and then the mm. other forty-eight people there are gonna be like, we expected to like bring our gifts. I didn't know that. Yeah, and then you have that thing of um, because I have to accept them out of politeness. Yes. And then it's that thing of I've now, even though people know it's not something I like, they'll know that I'll accept it if they find a way to get to me. Mm-hmm. So uh, my accountant um, is under strict instructions from me. If you get anything addressed to me, uh, that is not a bank statement or a receipt, um, dispose of it without opening it. Because I know if I even say I got this, people think, oh, I didn't know I could get it to Carl. He'll still see it. And maybe he'll like, and it's that thing of maybe he'll like what I do. Yeah, like, oh, that if, um, if he finds out that it's something that when his accountant opens up the box and tells him what it is, if it's something that he enjoys enough, he might take it anyway. It's that the same thought process behind. Well, he's blocked every single person who's ever come in saying, look, you've already blocked me once, but I'm special. Yeah. And I just do not want to encourage that kind of behavior. So as mean as it sounds, again, I have to adopt this because all, that's the only thing standing between me and just being inundated with um like just presumably a shit ton of dildos i mean obviously it's probably the first thing i'd send you Carl. <laughs> but then as well um uh, the problem i've seen is like with a lot of other channels who've done this sort of mm. thing um is they almost immediately shut po boxes down because people either send them really bad stuff or really extravagant gifts that make them uncomfortable right yeah like, i remember um, like the aforementioned best friends channel they had a um, a letter time for like three months and they had to shut it down because people were sending them several hundred dollar gifts. Jesus Christ. And they were like, these are genuinely uncomfortable to accept. Mm-hmm. Because then like, you're in that position of, well, it's really expensive. So not accepting it is a dick move. Yeah. And so, or sending it back and disposing of it feels like a dick move. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, accepting it then 
puts in people's head that this is a thing that I can do and also makes other people feel like um, obligated to send or try and top what previous people have sent because that's something that happened with them. Oh, because well, like, like people... if they mentioned, oh, I don't know, someone sent us like a PlayStation 5, it'd be, a, well, fuck it, I'm going to send them a game and PC that's better than a PS5. Yeah, people, like, and that's something they had to struggle yeah. with where, oh yeah, one week someone sent us some nice candy from like where their area of the world the following like um week they had like several pounds worth of candy in like you know a um delivery box yeah. and it's just that thing of like you can never um like judge what gauge what people are going to be like and people cannot be trusted to act in their own self best interest mm-hmm. or in their own self interest as encountered like you know multiple times because it's that thing of, like, the reason we don't have a Patreon or anything like that, because we had a Patreon for, like, what, three months? Yes. Before the channel took off, and one guy immediately whacked in with $100 a month. Mm. And we had to send it back. And the guy's like, oh, no, but I'm fine to send it. It's like, but we're not fine to accept it. Yeah, and that's one thing it, that it, I uh, I have, like, brought up in the past, of, like, look, um, I, I personally have a Patreon, and I haven't encountered anything like that. But um, I get baffled when I look at other people's, because I'm like... Okay, well, if I'm gonna have one, I wanna I wanna try and be fair. Um, my like my tiers go up to like ten dollars a month, and that's like the the highest tier you can pay for. Like, I don't want to mm-hmm. encourage people to be extravagant or anything. Then I check other people's Patreon. It's like for five hundred dollars a month, you'll get shouted out in a monthly video. I'm like, and I've actually what? had <laughs> in discussions of the way I run my channel. Uh, I forget the exact way it was worded, but um. A guy was like, yeah, like defending other creators charging these exorbitant mm-hmm. amounts for what what for them are something that takes like eight seconds. Like shouting someone out in a video takes a quarter of a second. Yeah. And as well, I'd argue that when you're at the point of success when people are willing to give you $500 a month, you probably don't need that $500. Yeah, and obviously like it does depend on um, business models, et cetera, et cetera. Like we can't speak for everyone, but... but- generally speaking if you have a large enough and dedicated fan base where like people are sending you hundreds of dollars a month multiple people are sending you that you're probably like well off enough and have a big enough fan base where you don't need to ask for it yeah and i remember someone legitimately defending that off but they give people shout outs in videos if they donate this much it's like that's fucking nothing for the amount that's being paid yep and like as a I would legitimately feel uncomfortable with accepting that amount of money from a fan. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the reasons I absolutely, like, I have to shut down. I do not want a PO box because I know, I know people will send shit like that. So even at the live event, people get buying me drinks. And I told people, I don't want to be bought drinks. I put money behind the bar. Yeah. But then I feel, then I remember distinctly a guy gave me a drink and went, just held it and went, oh, Okay, then. It's like, well, now I feel bad. But then I took the drink and then other people started bringing shots and stuff over. It's like, I get it. You want to say thank you. But like, I'm one person. There's like 40 people here. If I accept a drink from everyone, I'm going to fucking die. Yeah, I, I, and I, I don't want a couple of people try and buy me a drink. And I was like, look, like me and Jenna are fine. We are buying our own drinks all night. Like one person literally like came up and just handed me a shot and was like, I've already fucking bought it. Drink it. And I was like, okay i guess but like i just it was constantly just like please me and jenna have budgeted this night to be like a nice night of drinking we know 
how much money we've got to spend, like, we'll be fine. Please don't buy us drinks. And it's like, you still kept people, like, seeing that thing happen and then deciding, I will also walk up and offer you a drink. It's like, no, please. No, and I've, I've tried to explain. The weird thing for me is um, the more I've tried to push back against this, the angrier people get. I've legitimately had people get angry with me for not accepting things from mm-hmm. them. And I find that baffling. Like, um, I remember like, a guy sent an email, just like, oh, can I make a direct donate? Like, when are we doing the sponsor stuff? Oh, yeah. He said, oh, if I, if I give you $50 uh, just for shits and giggles, will you put a picture of my cat in the background or something like that? And I was like, I don't like accepting money from fans. Like, if it's a sponsorship, I want you to be getting something out of it. You're not, so thank you very mm-hmm. much. And it's got a really curt response of, oh, right, no need to be a dick about it. It's like, I've just saved you 50 I don't pounds. want you to waste your money. It's like, please. On a stupid joke. And like, yeah, that's the difference between, like, you know, being nice and going, like, I'm going to donate $50 to have a picture of my cat on the video and going, look, I will give you X amount of dollars for a business decision where we both gain something out of it. Like, I give you sponsorship money and we, in return, get a plug for our, like, business or our product or whatever. Yeah, but it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's really strange. Like, the more I push back, is it, the more people seem to get annoyed with me. And the reason I think it is is because um, when it comes into, uh, like, this area of content creation, mm. me saying I don't do this because personally I find it, uh, I find it un, I don't find it very nice. Yeah. I find it um, I, morally objectionable to um, take money from people when I have money to spare. Yeah, sure, yeah. Like, I legitimately find it, like, disgusting, the idea that people could be making tens of thousands of dollars a month um, from sponsorships and YouTube and merch sales and then still, on top of that, have a Patreon. Mm-hmm. Like, that, to me, I, it disgusts me. Like, the idea that like, you are making five times what the average person makes sitting on your ass just from sponsorships and things like that and then you have the cheek to charge your fans extra for stuff yeah. which is why i don't do it and um and I, you know, that's my opinion that is your opinion and like i know we've had discussions in the past on treatment stuff where i fall somewhere in the middle of like what those people are doing and what you believe in but i will clarify a my patreon has nothing to do with carl or this podcast it is for like my gaming channel and my twitch which earns me next to no money and mm-hmm. just, like, B, yeah, uh, not only is it nothing to do with Carl, like, yes, I earn very little doing that and want to put a bit of money towards it. And that's why, like, my Patreon exists to put money into my gaming things specifically. And again, it doesn't go back into anything Carl produces. Yeah, and I understand that from that regard. And, like, when I speak generally, people go, what about small streamers who make no money? It's like, of course I'm not fucking talking about you're them. specifically talking, talking about the people with, like, millions of subs who then earn $20,000 a month off their Patreon as well. Yeah, for basically something that they can put out for mm-hmm. free. And it's like, oh, yeah, you get to see videos early. It's like, who gives a shit? Just release them early if you've got yeah. them. It's like, you're seeing it two days early when it's going to be on the channel. That's not really a benefit to anyone. Because you've decided that, when that's going live on the channel. So, yeah, like what like you're artificially limiting when people can see it and then charging them to mm. come in. And But I feel like when I say stuff like that, um, like people see it as an attack on their whatever their favourite creator is, and I'll always get a um, stalwart to the hilt defence of insert creator. They think does it the right mm-hmm. way. And my response has always been, 
they're still making thousands of dollars a month before this. Yes. Do you think it's morally acceptable for them to, on top of all of that, then just give their fans the option to take money from their mic? At the end of the day, the money they make from fans and Patreon probably doesn't even make a dent in what they do, and they're still taking Yeah, it. and it depends how many sponsors and stuff they get because that's where the real money is, but I think mm-hmm. it's one of those of, like, I personally, like, if people are wondering where I stand, is like, I kind of think, I personally wouldn't like to go to a level, and if I had that level of success, I wouldn't then be putting up tears of, like, please give me just you $500 a month and I'll like give you a shout out. I find that stuff like just too far. But if if the creators themselves think I personally am okay with it and I want to do it, it's like fair enough, that's your decision to make. But it's the fact that the fans come out to defend it. That's yeah. what's weird to me. It's like, but you're probably paying them money and getting almost nothing out of it and then you're also coming out to defend that maybe that isn't the best thing. Yeah, it's like you're defending a millionaire in some in cases. In some cases, yeah. Like a millionaire who's just taking... It reminds me of a great story um, featuring Mr. Donald Trump where a magazine, um, as a piss take, sent several checks for like 14 cents to some of the richest people on earth just to see what would happen. And I think one of the few people to cash that check was Donald Trump. Fucking. And you hear that story, and you think, and you think, how fucking greedy are you for money? Where you'll te- you'll cash a check for fourteen cents. Yeah. Or like you hear stories about um, like people were uber wealthy, like going out of their way. Like when you hear like sort of like miserly stories, like oh they would like walk for a mile to save like a dollar on gas. Mm-hmm. When they're already billionaires, and like it strikes me the same. Or thing. Or like when you hear that, oh yeah, um, all of like the rich people that come to our restaurant don't tip and shit like this. It's like really like it's like like, like I've heard um, ones, well not even heard. To be fair, I've literally served like Liverpool football club like football players who are earning fifty plus thousand pound a week. Yeah, fifty grand uh, a week at minimum for most of them. Uh, a lot of them go up to like 100 grand plus a week. I've literally served some of them in two different restaurants and like gotten either no or a very small, small tip. Yeah, and I oh argue like, like you're never obligated to give a tip. Like, you know, it's it's given, it's a gratuity. Yeah, it is, yeah. It's like one of those. Uh, but like it just highlights, like, that's how rich people stay rich. Yeah. By being tight asses, but... um. One of my favourite things about this is um, I feel very strongly that a tip is a tip and it's a gratuity. And like one of the only options people have to send the channel um, or me any money is on my Twitch profile where there is a link that I set up because I was so sick of answering the question of people sending. So it literally just says, fuck you, pay me. And it goes to my PayPal, which um, I never check. Um, it pays for Netflix, which my dad watches, and Spotify. <laughs> That's what it does. It pays for the Spotify and the Netflix that me and my dad yeah. use. And then at the end of every month, I'll go in and I'll donate half of it to a charity. And then leave it. Oh, okay, yeah. So it just stays there because PayPal um, is really good for paying online. Yeah, it is, yeah. So it's, it's useful for things like that. And I usually send it to Old Friends Senior Dog Sanctuary or Jerry Green's Dog Sanctuary um, in Scunthorpe. And you can see what my pattern is there, can't you? Uh, send it to the charities for dogs. 
And like you've probably seen this, Lucas, like on stream, mm. people will send money in and then get mad that I don't acknowledge it. Um, yeah, and it's a weird thing of like people often either subscribe or donate like bits. Is it on Twitch? Yes, and I've had the thing of people sending like one bit at a time to get your to attention. try and attract my attention, and I've banned people for doing that. And I've said the same thing every time. It's like, look, I don't want to set the precedent that the only way to get my attention is to send me money. Because one, I don't want people who don't have the option to do that to feel like they can't interact mm -hmm. with me. And two, it's I don't want to set the precedent of if I, if you send money, I will kowtow and stop what I'm doing to acknowledge what you're saying. And then, then that's the third equally thing as bad. of like, what if somebody goes, well, the only way to get Carl's attention is to send him money. And then it's like they send, say, $10 worth and then you ignore their message or miss their message. And then they feel bad about it and then start giving me mm -hmm. shit for it. So I treat that as uh, the same way I treat a tip when I worked in the bar. It's a gratuity. Yeah. And the reason is it is given without expectation. Same as a gift. So you don't give a gift with the expectation of anything back. Or, you give it because you want you to. You shouldn't. Some people do, obviously, but you shouldn't yeah. give tips or give gifts with the expectation of anything in return. And I have refunded people's um, Twitch donations and stuff like that because they've been shitty about mm -hmm. it. Because like you didn't give me the response that I wanted, it's like I, you don't like it's hard to explain. It's like I've done the same thing with tips as well, where people are giving me tips and said, "Well, thank you very much, sir," because that wasn't a pro like that didn't sound like a very um, uh, genuine thank you. Yeah. And it's like, sir, it's a tip, it's a gratuity. That's given without the expectation. It's appreciated, mm -hmm. but I'm not sure what I've done wrong. And they've been shitty, and I've given the tip back. Yeah. And. I'll tell you what, fucking people hate that. <laughs> they get so mad when you give the tip back. Because I've never encountered it's anyone like, that's been arsy over like giving a tip. I used to work in silver service. Though, that is the difference, yeah. If, like, I worked at like maybe like a middle-class restaurant, I'd say, uh, where the tips were pretty generous, but you'd never got like the really uppity arsehole kind of type of people. Yeah. I used to work in silver service and used to like, um, uh, like really high-end um, catering yeah. events. So I've had that, and like you, like they get so mad. Like I had a guy refuse to touch the money, like he threw it on the table and refused to touch it. <laughs> um, so like at the end of the night, like he left, he refused to move mm. until someone took the tenner. So my boss came up, I think, with the uh, the charity box we had on the desk and just put it in there. Wow, and I think I had oh, like yeah, a yeah. weird one um, in Nando's at some point, and like, um, it was some guy was leaving was like, oh, um, I want to give a tip to this girl. And it was like, right. It's like, oh, I want to give a tenner to her, which is like the price of almost a meal, bear in mind, mm -hmm. at Nando's. It's like not that expensive. Let me guess. But I want to give it to her. Exactly. And I was like, oh, she's busy at the moment. Or she was busy or on a break. And I was like, I can't really go grab her right now. I'll give it to her and like make sure she gets it. It's like, no, no, no. Bring her here now. I want to give her the money. And I was like, n like, no. And it was clearly just like a, oh, I want to see this girl. I yeah. I've got money. I want to see this girl. Bring her to me now. And I was just like, no, I'm not doing it. Because you know what? That sets a really bad it precedent. It does, yeah. If I have given you money, you do what I say. It's like, no, it's a fucking tip, mate. It's given without the expectation. I've had, uh, I know there's probably people who would disagree with me on that. And I'm fine if you do. Um, but like, I approach my... Uh, I approached this the same way I did when I was on the mm. bar. And like I said, I did give people tits back and they got so bad. 
Like, like rich people don't know what to do. They don't know what to do when just like, you know what, sir? I don't want it. Yeah. If it's like it should be given without expectation, and clearly you've got mm-hmm. one, um, you can take it back. Maybe maybe put it in the charity box. And they hated that suggestion. Well, I presume so um, about- on a bar, would it be the kind of person that's like, look, I'm going to give you a big tip at the start of the night. You're going to serve me immediately when I come here. If you like, yeah, if you look yeah. after me. Yeah. And it's like, no, that, that's not how it works. So if you're polite, I'll probably serve you first. Because <laughs> I've had that as well. Like you're serving people that you know. So why are they getting served first? Like they work here. Yeah. So what do they get special treatment for working here? It's like, yeah. Of course they fucking do. Because they work. Of course they work here, you dickhead. I love that. They get special. Tr- they get special treatment just because you know them. Yeah, because I know them, and they're my friend, so I want to help them out. It's almost like that's what happens when you have a friend. Yeah, and like um, we often get snarky comments. Oh, we did because I don't even work in Ant anymore. Uh, like we'd often get snarky comments of like we just sneak a member of staff through the queue. Be like, well, mm-hmm. they haven't been waiting. It's like yeah, but they work here and they start shifting an hour. They're just with their mate and they want to quit me. It's like, Oh, well, that's not fair. It's like, but they fucking work here. Calm down. Yeah. And it's like, you always get those people of, I don't understand why they get special treatment. It's like, because you treat friends and you treat like, or hopefully you treat your members of staff and your friends and stuff nicely to, you know, be a nice person. <laughs> now, that's one I got with um, the sponsors we've been having recently. One of the sponsors we had is a friend of mine who does T-shirts. Oh, yeah. And I did her, I did her sponsor for a 10 mm-hmm. The joke was, if you send me a tenner and a free T-shirt, I'll mention it in a video. Oh, okay, yeah. And she sent me a tenner and a free T-shirt. Like, I'll do that. The amount of people I got after that sending me, oh, if I also send you a T-shirt and a tenner, will you shout me out? It's like, no, that was a deal uh... made for a friend. And they couldn't understand why I wouldn't give them the same deal. It's like, because this is a close friend and I'm happy to help my friends in like you know, in a, any reasonable way that I am able to. I don't have that same relationship with you. And also, again, then it sets the precedent of you did it for one person. Yeah. Now you've got to do it for me. That's amazing. It's the same like, reason. As- obviously, um, we've used like Fat Fiend as a platform. This is a platform to like plug my gaming stuff. We mention it mm-hmm. like quite often. And I can't imagine someone just being like, oh, well, you did it for Lucas. Like, why won't you just do it for me? Yeah. Uh, we can end on that. Something that happened to me recently is uh, my girlfriend's mum. It was her birthday. Oh, okay. And this is like this is one of those things that like, it hit me in the fucking soul. Yeah. Like, when um, I first got together with my girlfriend, and she tried to explain to her mum what I did for a oh, living, she was talking about, "Oh, he's, he's he's a YouTuber. He writes like articles and stuff." Yeah. And she was like, she didn't give a shit. Like she was being polite, but she didn't mm-hmm. give a shit. And then like the mum asked, like, "So who's he written for?" Uh, my girlfriend. I just happened to mention today. I found out. Oh right, yeah. And she lost her shit because I, oh, does that mean he knows Simon Whistler? <laughs> and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Oh. Like, she don't give a shit that I, did. I wrote always, no, no, I know Simon Whistler. And I do know Simon Whistler because I messaged him and I asked him, like, look, mate, I know you must get this all the time. I'm hoping that because we know each other and well, we've known each other professionally and personally for a while now, would you do me the favor of recording a special birthday shout out? For my girlfriend's mom. Oh, right. Which he did, and I'm very thankful for it. But in the shout-out that he sent through, he specifically mentions this is the only one of these I've ever done. Oh, okay, yeah. And I'm only doing it because Carl asked. And then, like, he just says, like, happy birthday to her. But I was thinking, like, yeah, man, someone like that, he must get so many. 
request that. And that, that's one of those things where if that ever got released, if I like, posted that on Twitter, the amount of people who would go to him, we did it for Carl, do it for me. Yeah. And I can see why like you'd adopt, and it must be a similar thing of, like, if I, I just have to say no to everybody, because the moment I say yes, I no longer have any free time. Yeah. And there's like a, a story from, um, oh God, who is it now? Emma Watson. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, she released a statement just like saying, look, um, I no longer take selfies with fans. Oh. Um, I'll sign anything you want if you see me in the street. I'll sign stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I'll, I'll say hello, but please do not ask me for a selfie. I've got to say no. And that got put in the media. Like, what a bitch Emma Watson is. What a bitch. Like, she hasn't got the time of day for her fans. And then another journalist reached out to her to ask her to explain these comments. And it's because when I do... It obviously immediately gets shared on Instagram. Right, yeah. And then people can tell from where that photo was taken where I am. Ah, uh, okay. And every time I take a selfie with a fan, guaranteed within 10 minutes, there's a crowd of 50 to 100 people there also wanting a selfie, and I can't really say no. Yeah, because you've just and taken a selfie I'm, with someone else 10 minutes ago. And the thing is as well, like even if you do it for a couple of people and then say, oh, I'm a bit busy now, you know with how shitty people are, you're going to get someone complaining at yeah. you. So, oh, all right, then, you're just going to ignore me. It's like, oh, God, okay, then, yeah, sure, come. I'll take one with you. Oh, God. And you can just see it of, like, yeah, it sounds shitty, but, like, if she did say yes, she has no time to herself. You know what it really reminds me of, oddly? It reminds me of the video um, Disneyland, when they, oh, they yeah. have, like, you know, the half an hour slot where the character is there, and they, they sign stuff, they take pictures with the, the people, and eventually, like... They have to leave, but you always have to have like the essentially the security around the character, like pushing people away. Like, no, they can't take any more photos. Like, let us get away. Yeah, and then in those times as well, I've heard that you will get, say, like I don't know, a person in a wheelchair, or like you know, a young kid going up and skipping the queue. Um, yeah, and I... then you'll get like fully grown adults like bitching the kid out for cutting the line. It's like, very clearly, based on what how they are getting to the front of the line, you've got more time to take this photo than they do. Cut them a fucking break. Yeah, I remember um, we were in the line to see Buzz Lightyear. And we were like right near the front and there was a, a queue of like, a mixture of like kids with their parents and just adults like we were in the queue. Mm-hmm. And um, before we got seen by Buzz Lightyear, a small kid got taken to the front of the the line in a full Buzz Lightyear outfit. Uh, And me and Jenna were like, oh, that's adorable. Like, they've seen a kid dressed as Buzz. They're like, oh, come on, let's get you straight to Buzz Lightyear. Like, that's adorable. Get a picture with him. Because they know that he's he's probably not going to make it to him in time. And just as well, like, this kid clearly gives a massive shit about Buzz fucking Lightyear. Um, And it's like, you hear snarky comments behind about why did they this kid gets to the front we've been waiting longer than they have and it's this kid clearly gives a massive shit about buzz and one member of staff saw it and was like i'll do something nice and you just get all the snarky comments behind like how dare they we've been waiting here longer it's like for fuck's sake yeah. have a bit of humanity really that's all it needs and that'll be the one it's why you're getting to go with dot zero tolerance policy because that's all i get mm. So, oh, you did a shout-out for this person. And I've already, like I said, I've already started getting mm. it. Now, if you did a shout-out, can I get a similar deal to what your friend got? No, because there's something 
an operative word in that sentence you just said, that probably explains why they got <laughs> uh, the deal that they did, and it's the word friend. But all they see is person X got deal, I want deal. And it's like when they yeah, type it can't... out and go, why why didn't you do the same thing as you did for your friend? It's like you think they've had that, as you say, that bit of like introspection to go, oh, wait, yeah. Yeah, maybe that's why. And yeah, it's a good one. Like, good way to end it there. Just like have that moment um, of just self awareness before you say anything silly online. But oh god, like what an interesting week we've had. Well, that's just like my day. We're on Tuesday right now. That was my <laughs> Monday. My Monday has already been so eventful. Oh god. Like think about that. That's crazy. I had uh, like Tuesday afternoon, and we're like, so how's your week been, called? Well. We started off crazy. That's like just one of those things. That I just don't know how to deal with that. Yeah. And I'm glad that I have an outlet for talking about <laughs> it because I really don't know any of my friends that would want to hear me talk. It's like, gosh, shut up. <laughs> it's all the time. It's like, oh God, it's so much shit like, happens. Welcome to once again, like Carl's weekly session of therapy live on podcast. Ah, it's not. No, I'm joking. It's I'm just, joking. It just happens a lot. Oh God. But, oh, God, that's just a great one, though. Uh, can I get the same deal your friend got? No. Well, why not? No need to be a dick about it. No need to be a dick about it. <laughs> like, oh, like, as we were speaking, I was checking my emails. Like, I've got another um, uh, email here. Oh, really? And just the thing at the end is, um, um, if you don't like the deal, um, a kindly fuck off would suffice. And that is probably one of the weirdest things I have to deal with, where... People keep actively asking me to tell them to fuck off or block them. Yeah. Because they see it as like this weird badge of honor. It's like, it's not a good thing that you've annoyed me enough where my I, my response has been, please just don't contact me anymore. So I, I guess like I'm just going to end on like, please don't do that. Like the re, like, it is not a good thing that you're, you want to actively annoy me enough where I just want to stop the conversation and go away. Yeah. That's... A weird thing of like you've told enough people to fuck off in a legitimate way that people go oh yeah like now i want carl to tell me to fuck off yeah Very all strange. the um the weird people are like oh but by sharing all this stuff all that's going to happen is you're going to encourage people to be a dick towards you so they can get um featured on your twitter it's like if someone's really that sad i feel bad yeah. for them also, again, it goes back to that thing of, like, it's weird how your solution to fix this problem is just do nothing. Yeah. Again, just think about it more than not. Anything, anything to promote, Lucas, as my friend who has the ability no, to No, Paul, isn't this just what you offer everyone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, can promote, you can promote all the people's stuff if uh, you want. I mean, I, I generally, in, in that case, I just say, like, go check out everyone affiliated with, like, Fat Fiend and check out their own stuff, because we all do our own stuff, and my uh, stuff is gaming related and it's that I you can find me like on YouTube and on Twitch playing games and my name is Legend of Canto. Hell yeah it is. Go follow Lucas on that and I'm on, I'm just like Carl Smallwood. Unless that guy's not been reported yet <laughs> and is still screaming racial slurs with my name and face. Yep. I'm gonna be so mad if Twitter's like, oh actually this doesn't constitute impersonation, it's parody. I'm going to be so fucking mad if they do that. Like, really? I mean, there was that other guy that claimed he wasn't pretending to be you that apparently my report was um, 
A-OK as impersonation. So hopefully it'll uh, get taken down. Yeah, telling people that he's related yeah. to me. I'm Carl's twin brother, but this is just a parody account. Don't worry, I have nothing to do with Carl. Yeah, it's a parody account where I respond to everything the person puts, like, as their yeah. brother. And, like, you know, just um, harasses fans, but yeah, whatever. But yeah, like, Get on it, Twitter. No. Get on it. Ooh. If you can stop, if you can stop people bitching at Donald Trump and saying, "Yo, man, that COVID," <laughs> it's all up in them lungs. You can stop people impersonating a shit to your YouTuber.